Hey guys, welcome back to Guys That Listen. I'm Mario. And my name is Peter. And today that we have the very talented Wayne. Extremely hey talented. Uh, so tell us a little about yourself. So I'm a uh, doctor of physical therapy um, and been practicing for almost about three years now. Nice. And, you know, just really getting into it, um, getting my feet wet right now and really trying to find my footing in this career of mine. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's nice to be here, guys. Nice to finally meet no, you two. Thanks for coming. Of yeah. So being a doctor, does that mean your parents are proud of you? Uh, <laughs> yes and no. Yeah. Wow. No, a I lot wonder of, how the PT doctor pairs up to like always oh, uh, not. It's, it's always like pa- parents, right? Like they never listen to you and they listen to another doctor. Yeah. You know, like I told you the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah. You didn't listen to me at oh, all. So oh, yeah, could have got free advice, but you had to pay your copay. Right? <laughs> yeah. How'd you get into like physical therapy? Um, I think like uh, a big part of it is playing sports and that's like a lot oh. of PTs. Um, that's their kind of story and it doesn't sound Fair very sports. original. Yeah. Um, but mine was always like, I didn't want to be a PT when I was younger. Like oh, wow. I, I was really into motorsport. So like oh, I was nice. going to go to um, the art center and uh, do design, car design. And oh, then go that's to right. engineering to do aerodynamics engineering. But then I was like, I don't want to sit around all day. And so I was just like, hey, look, um, let's just do PT. It was like it was like two different worlds. Yeah, that's right? extreme and difference. Then, yeah, the rest is history. Your back must be so thankful you didn't go into oh, engineering. Oh, yeah, my yeah. back, my Ooh. hips. Yeah, everything. So then... Um, did your parents have any sway into what you wanted to do? Like, because at least from like my friends, I'm like, oh yeah, you should be a doctor, you should be an engineer, you yeah. should be a lawyer. lawyer, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess it was it was yes and no. I think like uh, my parents really kind of put me in a lot of art classes and design classes, and they put a lot of money oh, wow. into me. Damn. And like, damn, they believed in you. Like, yeah, yeah, they really nice. did believe me because I was the youngest, I was the only boy. I told oh. the sisters, right? And so I think a big part of it was just kind of following the footsteps and just trying to be successful. Yeah. Um, but then I pivoted finally, and that was kind of one of the things where it was, it was one of those things where you had that light bulb moment, and mm. you, and then you kind of dove head first, and you're like, yeah, this is this is it. Like this wow. is actually wow. what you know made things like clear. Like yeah, I love doing what I do. I'm yeah. still waiting for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're doing this right. But, uh, cheers to that return yeah, of investment. Yeah. Cheers to that, guys. Dude. Yeah, I noticed like ever since we became friends on like social media, like. Yeah. When you, because you said that that wasn't the first thing that came to mind when you decided to pursue a career. Yeah. When I see your post, I'm like, it feels like you're a PT. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're passionate about it. Yeah. When you talked about what was that? You're talking about one of your clients. It was about their insurance policy, I think. It was like yeah. it got too expensive, so they yeah, went somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And then now they have to come back to you and correct like all yeah. the progress that yeah. you know they had yeah. taken back. It kind of sucks because like a big part of it is like you know our healthcare system and like yeah. for us in in the U.S. right now it's 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 capitalistic right like we mm-hmm. have to, we pay a lot more Yikes. but the thing is you go to a clinic and now people still pay a really high copay for a basic amount of care yeah right and so like in the PT world a lot of people are trying to fight that and really trying to get you know paid more mm-hmm. but also like trying to fight that and and I think the biggest part is a lot of PTs are slowly going into a cash-based system where... What does that mean? So, like, you instead of paying, like, using your insurance, um, you pay, like, um, a, a higher rate. Okay. So, let's say, like, instead of paying your copay of $20, $30, and, you know, one PT to, like, four or five patients, you pay, I don't know, $150, $200 to see a PT for an hour, one-on-one, oh. and you get that full extent oh. of care. Not just in the clinic, but beyond that as well. Like they give you like exercises, videos. You get to email them, yeah. bother them in the middle of the night if you have a problem, things like that. And it's more of like it, it, you're able to focus more on that patient, and then you know give them the amount of care that they deserve, rather than you know go through the insurance. And that shows yeah. how broken the insurance system is. Yeah. So you got so. patients texting you like 2 a.m. in the morning, like yeah, not like, as a booty call, just like yeah, like, like hey, my my neck hurts. What do I do? And I'm like, I'm sleeping. I'm sorry. I'm sleep texting. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting that like you have to go kind of circumvent the actual normal system mm-hmm. because it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, and you have to fight. Wait, is this what you the cash way? Is it legal? Or is it? Like, it is. It is legal. So oh. like, there's a lot of insurances, like especially with uh, private insurances. There's like an out network fee if you ever contact them, mm. and they usually pay like a percentage of your cash. So let's say like you were charged like hundred dollars for a cash based, you know, PT. And then your private insurance would, you know, pay like 
fifty or sixty percent of that, you just pay the difference. Oh, Do you okay. find that it's more um, patients that are more with more money rather than like? Because I'd assume that the mm -hmm. other way works for patients with less money mm -hmm. who are in a different bracket mm -hmm. economically mm -hmm. yeah. where they can't afford to, like yeah i'm sure they want that personal you know yeah but they don't have the money for that mm -hmm. so do your your patients tend to be more middle and then upper but not necessarily like i've gotten patients who actually like you know they they scrounge up the money because you're really trying to put you can't put money on your your health, your health right you can't but you can yeah you, you can, can and you can, you can. Yeah. exactly and you're really trying to create an environment and a lifestyle change for them yeah. to make sure that they never have to go back to the doctor for the same thing. Yeah. But you're also trying to create a, a lifestyle change where they don't have to go to the doctor, you know, every so often for their back pain, knee pain or whatever, and then make sure, you know, they don't get diabetes, heart disease, you know, and all these different things because just by staying active. Do you see a difference in the types of people that come to you like in terms of like minorities and not? Um, at least mm. I, I speak from my own perspective because mm -hmm. like it's it takes hell and back to get my daughter to go to the doctor or to go yeah. to PT or anything mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, okay, you got to go. You got to do this and stuff. And like I have to push them. You got to go do this. Mm -hmm. But I noticed and we always say like, oh, you know, it's Latinos. They never want to go to the doctor. Yeah. But yeah. I've heard my other friends, other bit, oh, yeah, black people never want to go to the doctor. Asians yeah. never want to go to the doctor. Yep. Yeah. Same yeah. with Vietnamese people too, dude. My, <laughs> my dad's like, oh, I can't feel my leg. Yeah. I'm like, you should go to the doctor. He's like, nah, I'm going to stay home. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you can't even feel your leg. What are you I doing? Know. Yeah? It's, I, I feel like that's what every culture yeah. um because it's so ingrained especially like as immigrants right like we're, we're just so thought like oh yeah it, it tickles a little bit it hurts we're fine you know we, we moved here from a different country yeah. you know came with everything nothing on our backs just you know money in our pocket and like Put a little tiger bomb on yeah. it yeah exactly what's that, a little tickle right right yeah right yeah. it's like oh, i can't feel my legs chop it off right? oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but i think the thing is it's like it's so ingrained in us and even now like for me it's kind of like i don't want to go to the doctor i'm like for me it's just i'm just way too busy yeah. You know, like I can't take the time out of my day to go see my mm. patients. Um, I think a big part of that, like what you said, Mario, was just you see a lot of it in like Latinos and like Asians and like actually like all around because mm. we we're just so hardworking people. We don't want to take the time yeah. to mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. um, but when you start getting them in there and you show them like, hey, like this little thing, like not the massage, not the eyes, not the machines or whatever. Yeah. It's the movement, the exercise, and we start teaching them that. It's like a light bulb, like just clicking the head, like, oh, mm. that's what you meant. Ooh. Yeah. And that's so, a magical moment. Yeah. That's a magical and, moment. And, 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 I, and I do see like, you know, with like lower socioeconomic, like uh, people that come mm. in, it's just like, they were just never taught it. Like no mm. one, no one took, gave the time to them because their insurance pays so low that their doctors are probably seeing like 20 patients an hour and they don't have the time. Like you've probably gone to doctors and they just came in like hurriedly, like, hey, what's your name? Do you have this, that? Okay, here's yeah. the script and go goodbye. Mm -hmm. And my thing is I want to spend as long as I can with them. It's It could be a little annoying, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, if I can get one less person to have surgery, you know, I can wow. sleep better at night. Yeah, you're a good doctor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I try to be, I try like, to be at least. You're we one need, of the legit ones, ones. Yeah. honest yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know how we just talked about, like, different ethnicities and, like, yeah. their <laughs> difficulty in coming in? Yeah. It sounds like, or at least to me, this mm. is just my opinion, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of that also has to do with sex. Like, it's the men who have oh, a hard time oh, coming oh. in. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, if I tell my mom, she's like, oh, yeah, and, you know, my leg hurts. Yeah. She'll like, okay, I'll come into the doctor. Yeah. 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 No, my dad would be like, ah, I'll just walk it off. I'm like, what do you mean? You can't feel <laughs> your leg. What do you mean walk it off? Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird because, like, so, like, with my mom, she has, like, pretty bad knee pain, but oh. it's just because, like, she's been mostly sanitary. So, like, I told mm -hmm. her, like, here, here's some exercises, go walk, you'll feel fine. No more knee pain, no more, like, stomach nice. issues, whatever, she just feels great. Stomach dad, issues? Yeah, like, she had, like, gallbladder issues. Like, in Taiwan, like, we went to Taiwan from, like, uh, November 2020 to 2021, mm -hmm. and like, my mom lost, like, a bunch of weight, she feels better, wow. feels great, right? My dad went back, he had, like, Two carpal tunnel surgeries, had a stent Ooh. put into his heart. I'm like, I'm like, Dad, you okay? He's like, yeah, but like your mom lost weight and she felt great. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you should probably lose some weight too. <laughs> so, yeah, that, no, but like, Peter, I think like the biggest thing is like, like um, with females there, I think they're, they're more health conscious. Yeah. And guys are just guys. Yeah. Right? I noticed well, the same thing. <laughs> right. Guys and are it, just guys. Yeah. And it's just, it's just what? Toxic masculinity. Oh yes, yeah. definitely. Might be sure. that. Yeah, you know, we try to be, we try to tough it out. Sometimes yeah. it's what you said, like how you get caught in this like repetition of your work, you know. Yeah. And I feel like it is part of like 
maybe it is part tox- toxic masculinity where you feel yeah. like you have to provide and you yeah. feel like you have to work and you're stuck in no this. Days you, know, you don't want to take any mm-hmm. days off. Yeah. But it's like you gotta like for your health. So you yeah. can so you can work harder later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It's like it's I think a big part of it too is like I have I'm guilty of this. Like my girlfriend always tells me, like, hey, look, you should you should take some days off. I'm like, no, 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 I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta work. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I if I don't see my patients, who the hell is gonna see my patients? Yeah. Right? And that means that's one more week of them being in pain. You know, and that kind of lives on my consciousness. Oh, dude, that's even more because that is yeah. something like a burden on your shoulders. Yeah, you know, like right. someone's someone You're else's responsible health. for other people's yeah. welfare. Yeah. yeah, it's not horrible. I still get, I go still get sleep at night. Yeah, <laughs> sleep at night. Not I good. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up every hour in cold sweat. Yeah, I still get sleep at night. Well, we're gonna message you today, dude. Our backs really hurt. Like, yeah. damn. Oh, man. That must be really crazy, right? Because like, I mean, you see these patients. Your job is kind of like to get them out as soon as possible so that way they could go work on themselves mm-hmm. and so they don't come and repeat like the same yeah, scenario over again yeah and i think that's why like a lot of pts now they're trying to advocate for the fact that like like they're telling insurances like look you know you come to us you don't have to go get surgery but yeah. the thing is like they're like surgery's more expensive they get paid more ah, and that's and that's the capitalist capitalist part. Yeah. right exactly so that's crazy, it's not man. just getting them out of pain right yeah. it's kind of like if if you like hurt your knee, like you tore your ACL, I'm not just gonna get you to back to playing soccer. I'm yeah. trying to make you the best soccer player that you Better. can be. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole point, right? And like, if you came back to me with the same problem, I mean, either I didn't do my job or you didn't do your homework or do yeah. exercises, right? Yeah. Most of the time it's- The homework. Yeah, the homework. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can see that, I can see yeah. that. No, but it, it lays heavy, you know, on your mind and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are some clients who go through like crippling pain Oh, and yeah. you build like a relationship with them and you mm. just feel so like sympathetic and you're mm. just like, Oh my God, like yeah. I want you to change your life. Mm. But then it goes back to like, if they don't want to change it, you yeah. can't change it for them. Yeah. You can only yeah. guide them. Right. Yeah. So do you feel that like pretty, pretty often? All the time. Damn. Like empathy burnout is so big. Empathy oh. burnout. Yeah. I've actually never heard that. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I mean, it's I'm pretty not much when you, when you care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're like, a sociopath. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like when you care too much uh. and then like you come home, you're like, man, I don't want to do anything. It's not like, I know what burnout feels like and it's just physical, right? Yep, yeah. Empathy burnout is kind of like, you just lose all emotion. Mm-hmm. You're Emotional. like, fuck dude. I've like, had it. Yeah. I've had it. And, and I, I know that other places have, uh, the highest counter, uh, people who have it are vets. Yeah. Vets have the highest counter. Vets? Mm-hmm. Like veterinary? Yeah. Veterinary. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Because they care about the dogs, they care yeah, about the owners, right? Yeah. That's true. Veterinarians yeah. are the people who see the most grown men cry. So I actually kind of have a story about that. Like, yeah. Back when I used to lift, like here and there, I remember I picked up this client and she was like, probably like 60 years old, really wrinkly, like smoked hella cigarettes. <laughs> like before I could see her, I think she, like before I picked up, she smoked like two cigarettes. Yeah. That's fucking fast, right? Yeah. So I picked her up, I'm like, damn, she must be like a meth head or some shit yeah. like that. I was like, god damn, we'll see where this goes. So I pick her up and she's like, oh, take me to the rehab center or whatever so i'm like oh yeah she is addict mm-hmm. and i'm like oh wh- why do you need to go to the rehab center Are you you know going for rehab yeah. she's like no i'm actually one of the caretakers oh, I'm like, oh. oh shit. yeah I, she's like yeah so you notice me smoking a lot of cigarettes because mm-hmm. i'm stressed out about my work yeah and then uh she told me a bunch of interesting stories she was like yeah like actually a lot of the kids that are in there are like rich kids mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh these kids you know like you build like a kind of like connection with them mm-hmm. and then like you just know that they're gonna fall back and relapse yeah. and some of them a lot of them will die so mm-hmm. you try not to like you know connect with them so much but yeah. you can't help it you yeah. know you want the best for them but you can't yeah. do anything about it yeah and then uh, she was just telling me like yeah it's like you go into work and you want to feel numb because yeah. you know you'll feel pain if you yeah. don't feel numb. It's hard, man. Because yeah. like, like you put, you pour your your energy, your soul, your blood, sweat, and tears into like this one person, yeah. and if they fail, it's kind of like what I do. It's kind of like being a parent. Yeah, I was about to say. Right. Sounds like you're it's, raising it's a kid. It's literally like being a parent. Yeah. Right. And it's like if they fail, you're like, what did I do? What did yeah. I do wrong? But you have a lot failed of times, me. It's kind of like you know they're their own person too. Yeah. Right. And like they have their own, you know, you know, obstacles to kind of go through. You can't hold, hold their hand because you hold their hand. Yeah. I'm a sheltered child. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, you know, it, it's, 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 it's hard. You yeah. Know, it's, it's hard both ways. Oh yeah. You'd actually really like our last guest yeah. who we just had. He uh, fell off a seven story building. Oh. So he probably had to do all his like, reha- like Ooh. he told us he had to shift his mentality Shots and, there, yeah. and mm-hmm. become a lot more disciplined. Cause they told him he'd never be able to walk again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
he cracked his hands, his feet, mm. his head, and everything. Mm. And he came in walking like when we had him. Yeah. Been, he spent like two months in a coma. Yeah. Four months or something in recovery. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously he had to do all his PT. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the biggest thing like what I like to do is like like believing in people when all the doctors say like oh you can't do this ever again you're that doctor you're, I, you're I, the I, movie I'm doctor you're the movie yeah. doctor yeah. Where it's like you're gonna help them walk and they're yeah. just like barely in exactly the oh, right like I'm, I'm that guy where like i try to become everyone's like ground beneath their feet yeah. wow. and like whatever doctor says feet. like oh hey like you can't play golf again you can't you can't squat again deadlift again you can't do any of this again I'm like nah nah we're, we're let's, let's put in some work you know and like I'll put in the best I can and let's say like we get them to like 85% like look you're 85% better than you were when you first came in yeah right and that's better than what the doctor said so look let's let's go prove them wrong and walk into their office whoa right? that's and a like, movie it hurts it hurts a lot <laughs> it's a movie that's a movie and the theme song is don't stop believing yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> alright so okay just, just going to that yeah like what is the biggest miracle that you witnessed or that you were a part of biggest miracle yeah oh, man. man um that's hard i would say like like my friend dennis over here our friend dennis over here he is a miracle. i mean i didn't i didn't Shots know how bad his back and his shoulder was until yeah. he told me but like now he can do all the crazy things he, he does sleep two hours every night and lift like what is wrong hours. with you no <laughs> <laughs> love you bro anyways <laughs> love you Dennis. so there's that thanks um, for the bruise yeah. <laughs> um, but then I think the biggest one was like when I had a, a patient she came in and I think she saw like a bunch of physical therapists and she was like she, she her feet hurt she had like plantar fasciitis where like the bottom of your feet hurt to walk and run and things oh, like damn, that okay. and like her podiatrist like look said like look you're never, you're never going to be able to run again right and gave her all these like inserts and they never worked worked her for, with her for about four or five months and i was like look you can run now bye wow that's yeah Damn. it was kind of like that mic drop all right i'm getting your yeah. number after this yeah. <laughs> yeah he's actually he's actually been trying to find a guy so yeah. i told him i was like go go wayne bro like, yeah that's what i love to do man just making people like meet their goals and you know break them and you know, have fun that's awesome it must make you feel really good to do stuff it, like it makes me feel really good when it happens and it makes me feel really shitty when it does <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you got you got your highs 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 and your lowest lows yeah no. you, know, you nothing, in, nothing in between you mentioned the light bulb moment yeah. what was what was the light, what was what was that moment for you that inspired that took you down this journey to become like who you are now i think the light bulb moment was just you know being the 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 person that like like i you, you wouldn't know now but like i'm a very big introvert but mm. like when when i'm put in an environment where i can help people grow like definitely helping like my friends and things like that but i think you know just be able to create a lot of like community with people right and yeah. the same thing with you know being a pt i create a community of like patients that like that they know that like you know if some person comes out at 8 a.m they're gonna schedule their uh their next appointment at 8 a.m to meet this person and just have a creative community of people that oh i have the same pain let's go through this together wow. right and that's and that's the thing that we create as pts that's awesome. um i think the biggest thing was like I, I i i just decided to like you know really put myself out there mm. and figured out like hey maybe i'm not that big of an introvert <laughs> like, like i i can actually talk to people without yeah. you know having social anxiety but you know it, like it you have your good days and your yeah. bad days. Yeah. It's a switch. Yeah. Honestly, it's a switch, and it becomes easier when you do it for someone else sometimes, yeah. too. Or with alcohol. Or with alcohol. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cheers to that. He's always sober when he works with patients. <laughs> <laughs> so, light bulb moment. I, um, I think the biggest part was just, like, my grandma, you know, like, mm. um, she raised me when I was a kid, you know, okay. up in Vallejo. And so, like... Oh, damn, you're in Vallejo? Yeah. 707? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Like, when I was in kindergarten, I would always go up to Vallejo, and my grandma and grandpa, like, they would always take care of me, and, like, kind of, I pretty much missed, like, I would say a good majority of kindergarten, because I was always up in Vallejo with my grandparents, mm. and they kind of raised me, and, you know, took care of me as my parents, like, you know, started their own business, and, like, when, when, you know, they moved from there back down to L.A., you know, they lived with us, you know, and, like, nice. my grandma would always give me food, nice. I would pray to Buddha. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and in the morning with my grandpa and then I have porridge with him in the morning and nice. like, like my grandma would always walk me home you know she'd carry my backpack and things like that so that nice. was like that was the greatest thing and so like my grandpa passed away when I was in high school okay and my and and my grandma she got sick and so throughout college like she was getting sicker and sicker and sicker and she got to a point where 
she had to get a colostomy bag. So like when they take out your colon, okay. you, you can't poop. So they have like a little bag right there. And then, yeah. There so, yeah. And it got to a point where she got too weak. So we had to put her into a, um, into a nursing home. Okay. And so like, I would come like, you know, when it came to, I think, I think around near the end of like senior year of college, maybe junior year of college, I pretty much, you know, like would kind of visit her every now and then on the weekends. And then when I went into grad school in Vegas, it was even further away. Yeah. So it got to a point where I was like, okay, like let me try to come back, you know, every so often kind of see her, but you know, school got in the way and things like that. And then it got to a point where she got really, really sick. I think my sophomore year, no, my third year, my third year in grad school or second year at grad school. And then it just kind of got to a point where I was like, man, like, you know, I'm doing this for her. Yeah. And I just knew, like, you know, if, if I if I wasn't able to graduate, and I told myself I'd have to graduate before, you know, she passed away or so yeah. she knows. And, like, I think she passed away, like, you know, a few months before I was able to oh, graduate. Wow. So that hit me hard, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been trying to come back from that and, like, things like that. But, like, I always tell myself every day, it's like, it's for her. You know, yeah. it's, yep. like, it's always for her. I think family sometimes is some of the best motivation, yeah. you know. Yeah. When you do it for someone that you love and you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're your blood. Yeah. Like uh, I have for me, it's like I imagine my dad's story and what he went through, my yeah. mom too, and just that pushes me. You know, yeah. like that motivates me, and mm-hmm. I know like it leads me to do more and like go past that. Like when I want to, when I want to stop, when I'm tired, I'm like, okay, just do. You have such an easy life. Like imagine yeah. what your parents want. Imagine yeah. what your grandparents want. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, you can do a little more. Yeah. Like definitely, because like, like you know, I talk to my dad about this all the time. Like it's like, dude, why'd you leave Taiwan to come here? Because yeah. like he had a really successful like construction business, mm-hmm. and he told me like one day straight up, he was like. Cause I didn't want to grow, uh, watch you guys. Uh, I, I wanted to watch you guys grow up and I was huh. like, damn, oh, wow. that's gangster as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you leave, you leave all this money yeah. to watch us grow up. Yeah. And I still don't play basketball with you as much. So, uh. <laughs> so there's that, you know, and it's like, it's like, it's like you, you, you don't think about it, but as you get older, you're like, damn, our parents really sacrificed a shit ton for yeah. us. Oh yeah. A lot, you know? And like, now we're just like, Oh my God, you know? And now it finally on like, Oh yeah, I better not, you know, stay out to 4 a.m. Yeah. And actually, like, you know, go to I work say that all day. the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, those things, uh, you know, I, I've heard my friends say a couple times, they say uh, passion is a privilege. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. dude, living yeah. in a day and age where we're like, oh, man, I don't want to work because I'm not passionate about it. I should yeah. chase my passions. Like, yeah. our parents didn't really have that. Yeah. That's, that wasn't a choice. It was like survive or not. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, like you didn't do what you were passionate about. You you did what would put food on the table. Yeah, and I think I'm grateful for the fact that like I'm passionate about PT and it pays yeah. decently well. Like I don't know if like I don't know any of my tech friends be like, yeah, I'm passionate about putting ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah. I love coding. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are people. I feel like there's always people for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always those outliers where it's like, oh crap, you're really into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for you. You know what I yeah. mean? But at the same time, I feel like you know, like I was mentioning earlier, like PTs are like the passionate few yeah i feel like when you we choose to be pt you gotta yeah. love it and yeah. like you were saying you get into like two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt yeah you <laughs> don't pay you get paid the best i mean you yeah. get a title that's cool but mm-hmm. it's like holy shit what am i gonna do about this student debt? yeah so you gotta really love what you do and mm-hmm. even you said you're like oh you know like you possibly can't tell right now but i'm introverted right and you love it so much that you're able to work with people every day. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, you have, like, a social meter, and you mm. give it all to, to your patients, and then you come <sighs> home, and you're like, you're like, oh, shit, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, I gotta give her some energy, too. And then you give her some energy, and you're like, you're sitting in bed, and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna shell on myself. Let's start this all oh over God, again. That's crazy. And then your patient texts you at 2 a.m. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you texting? Yeah. Babe, babe, it's a patient, I swear. Yeah. yeah. Or, it's, or, it's, or it's Dennis. So you mentioned that, like, you come home, your girlfriend, and everything. Yeah. Um, for when you look for someone to date, let's say, yeah. like, your girlfriend, and everything, yeah. do you look for that similar mentality that you have in the sense of, like, you know, your parents came from, like, this third world country. Or not yeah. third, Taiwan isn't a third world, but they escaped, you know. They yeah. came over here, you know. Yeah. Do you look for people when you date like that who have that kind of similar upbringing or mindset? I only ask for myself because mm. I found that when I date, mm. I get along better with girls whose parents have been, um, you know, immigrants. Yeah. They're, they're, first, they're first generation, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. They kind of understand that struggle. Mm. And that's been my own experience. Yeah. That's why I asked you, like, have you I, had that? Or I, that? I would say, yeah. I mean, it definitely comes up in conversations, too. But it's not, like, the first thing I look for, yeah. mm. right? Half the time, like, I'll tell you, like, how my girlfriend and I met, like, 
I just broke up with my ex, and then like it was, COVID happened, and you know, um, twenty twenty. You know, yeah, and just you know swiping left and right on Hinge, <laughs> you know, you know, and then and then came around like my birthday time around June, and I was like, oh, oh June, what, yeah. what what day is your birthday? Sixty nine. Oh, oh damn, Jesus. Anyways, um, so like I I think like I I, like I was at a party and my friends like we were were all drunk and shit and I was like on my my hinge just typing left and right. Wake up the next day I was like oh someone someone actually liked me back. That's cool. (laughs) And then and then and then we were and then like my friends dragged me out of bed and we went to the shooting range and I was super hungover and then somehow I was texting her before she went to work and then like you know we just hit it off. Oh nice. So yeah, thanks to my friends for getting me drunk and what's <laughs> uh what's the first thing you guys talked about? Oh shit. <laughs> oh don't no, ever no, no. let her listen to this <laughs> We uh, don't ever let her listen to this shit. We uh we, the first thing we talked about was like like she said it was like a Sunday and she was going to work and I'm like, You're going to work on a Sunday? She's like, Yeah, because like I work at this time and I was like, Oh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> and then like she she told me, like, she, uh, now she tells me later, like, oh, like, she downloaded the app literally the night of, oh, the wow. night before, and then she was just on there swapping left and right, too, and, and, like, you know, it's just somehow, like, you know, you know, destiny happened, I guess. Holy yeah. shit. Right. Did and, you have a cheesy pickup line? Uh, it was, hey, smiley face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So it was, it was hey doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get slapped every time I it was, use that it was, one. It was, it was one Y and semicolon in a in a, in a small Oh, it's yeah. the oh the semicolon. Yeah. Oh, she's like, even damn, this guy's one. educated. <laughs> <laughs> he must be a doctor of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Double space. <laughs> Double space. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and nice. like the crazy thing was like. When, I remember when we were talking and things got really dry. I was like, "Oh fuck, I can't do this." Oh wow! And so like, I was like, "Okay, I, get, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I think you're like talking to me, kind of. I think you're kind of over. Uh, I think I need to dig myself out of this hole." So you sent dick pic? No, no, <laughs> okay. can't do that. <laughs> can't uh, do that. Not, not on Hinge. <laughs> think. Uh, There's no APA format for that. <laughs> <laughs> can't be double spaced. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I like I, I really try to you know I wasn't I wasn't using pickup lines I was just being genuine and like mm. she kind of fell for that and then kicker oh so our kicker. first date right I was like all right first date so let's kind of have coffee or whatever and I think it was like sometime in the afternoon and she was like she was like you know what I don't want coffee and I was like what do you mean you don't want coffee oh. she's like let's go to the bar and then went to this Irish bar like <laughs> like across from the coffee shop and I was like. Uh, I haven't eaten anything all day, and I'm probably gonna turn red. She's like, "It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get something there to eat." And so, like, we literally we got there around like two thirty or three, and we drank. Two thirty three p.m. 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 Not God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it didn't make it better. <laughs> we, we drank from th- our date was from three p.m. till eleven p.m. at night. It was oh, an eight shit. hour. Drank the whole time. Yeah, drank the whole time. So you're saying she's Taiwanese too? It, no, she's not. <laughs> she's like she's. What she's like three quarters Chinese and like a quarter white. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So super interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was Korean, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. and then yeah, I mean, it was, it's all the rest is history, man. You know, it's crazy. Like, wow. I don't, I don't know, cause like, like what you said about like immigrant parents, like her parents, I don't know, like they worked super hard in like the yeah. restaurant industry, right? Like as mm. as as waiters and managers and mm. things like that, and then like. Her, her mom, after uh, they had uh, her and her brother, um, she was a stay-at-home mom. And her dad worked, like, these crazy hours yep. in yeah. the restaurant business. And then he became, like, a travel agent, you know, in those big tour buses with a flag. there And, like, and now they own, they own a place in Diamond Bar. And th- I was like, dude, how did your dad, like, like, make all this money and work this hard? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And he probably bust his ass. Yep. Right? Yeah probably got paid on the table too but sure. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's very similar to what i was hinting at because it's like it's this work ethic this work culture kind yeah. of where that at least i've noticed a lot of immigrants have mm-hmm. and it, it falls trickles down to like the next generation you yeah. know mm-hmm. that at least that's what i've noticed mm-hmm. um and it's for me like i noticed it's important for me you know yeah. it sounds like she has it too where it's like dude yeah. your dad his her dad's working crazy hours yeah i i get that like my mm-hmm. dad too you know yeah same thing my mom became a housewife too mm-hmm. my dad worked crazy hours you yeah. know and it's just 
It's a thing. Yeah. It's it's insane. I don't know how they do it. It's like it's like they create like more hours in the day and like there's 24. <laughs> yeah. where, where are you getting the other three from? I don't know. To get their math wrong. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were good at math. No, that's crazy. No, I totally get it because like I don't feel like for sure it's not like a ethical thing or mm-hmm. sorry, uh, like ethnicity thing because like let's say we're talking about immigrants, right? Like I feel like it is a generational wealth thing. Yeah. So like I have like some family members in Vietnam, like very few, who are like really, really rich. They've been rich for a long ass time, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't know what struggles me. Yeah. You mean? And they're Vietnamese just like me. Yeah. But my parents came over here on a boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we fucking had nothing. We came yeah. here on a fucking boat. I was yeah. born on a fucking beach. Yeah. In a fucking refugee camp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in Malaysia? In Malaysia. You That's know what the mean? bad so, Asia. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, and like I think that same thing we usually generalize like let's say white people mm-hmm. as like oh yeah you you do have privilege like systematically yeah. right it's, yeah. it's made for you to succeed yeah but definitely at one point when you know italians or whatever other kind of white mm-hmm. people like immigrated here they were all kind of like trying to make it oh, by too i'm yeah. sure they had very similar struggles yeah until they you know whatever system was built to help mm-hmm. them succeed you yeah. know what i mean so and it's always going to take time right? yeah no definitely. but i think that that if if we were given the privilege, I yeah. think that takes the fun out of it does being it does. you know doing what we do, yeah. right? Because if things were too easy, then what's the point in life? Yeah, and I our parents probably wouldn't beat the shit easy. out of us. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for things to be easy. Give really? me all the fucking privilege, oh, damn. Really some, sometimes, sometimes I work too hard. Give man, me all- man I, I'm, I'm that guy who like played Halo and was like, let's go to Legendary. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I love a challenge. Like for me, like. That's what gets me going. Like, there's some things that I don't even like doing mm-hmm. unless it's challenging. Yeah. Like, and then I still won't like it, but I'll just do it because it's challenging. Yeah. You know, I like the challenge versus yeah. I actually mm-hmm. like the process. No, I really know. Like, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I, I tell my friends I'm not type A, I'm type B plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna use that. I yeah, told my parents that too. They beat the shit. I'm a I'm a lazy type A. Yeah. Lazy right? type A. Like sometimes when I'm lazy, I'm lazy. Yeah. But like when I work hard, I work really freaking hard. Same. Right? Same. 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 And and it's just it's just one of those things where like you know I like being lazy, but then when I'm lazy, I'm like fuck, I should probably be doing something. Oh yeah. yeah. So dude, I'm like fuck, man. It, you have for me, it's like I have this voice inside of my head. I'm like, oh. Are you wasting time? Yeah. What are you doing with your yeah. time? Like, can you be more productive? Yeah. Like, can you also? And I have this weird thing where my, I love working, like, sometimes on holidays. Yeah. Or like when I know other people are out. Mm. Like I know all my friends are out partying. I know yeah. they're doing stuff, and I'm like, I'm gonna work. Yeah. No one else is doing. It. I'm gonna catch up, you know, yeah. or like I'm gonna go farther. Mm. But it, sometimes I'm like, is this toxic? <laughs> no. <Should> I? <laughs> your parents raised you the right way, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's like a loaded conversation too, because like my. I'm not saying, like, specifically my dad. I feel like immigrant parents do this. But, like, my dad worked his fucking ass off. And yeah. similar to mm-hmm. your dad, my dad owns a construction company. Yeah. And he's hands-on as fuck. He still yeah. is hands-on Yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Like, I know that he's definitely one of the hardest workers, like, out there ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah. guy works 365, mm-hmm. like, 16 hours a day. Yeah. He's, like, in his 60s. Still does the same shit. Yeah. He does things hands-on. He's not like, you go do this. He's like, yeah. let me show you how to do this, yeah, yeah, and I'll do it alongside yep. with you. Because, yeah. like, if you go and meet, like, his, you know, I'm not saying anything, like, crazy or anything like that, but, like, his workers are also some of the craziest, like, hardest-working yeah. people. Right, and his workers would be like, "Your dad outworks me every fucking day." That's crazy, man. Yeah, That's my dad's the same way. Yeah, same That's exact gangster as fuck. insane, you know. And to yeah. me, like, I I do appreciate that grit. Like, I think that's awesome, right? But I feel like that's also the reason why we have this hustle culture, where it's yeah. like hustle every fucking day, you know, like three sixty five, twenty four eight, like all this bullshit, right? Which can yeah. be toxic. Yeah, yeah, it is, and that's why when you ask, I think to me, yeah, I will disagree with that because, like, for me as his kid. I was like, I, I wish I had more time with him. Yeah. Because I didn't really get to know my dad. Because yeah. he wasn't around. You yeah. know what I mean? Same. But he was like, I'm Same. busy providing you a better life. Yeah. But I'm like, is it really better for me? Yeah. Or is it what you think is better for me? Yeah, I, I think I think the best thing my parents did over COVID was definitely go to Taiwan and just, like, retire. Yeah. Because, they, like, they, they worked so hard, right? And, like, me and my sisters, like, we, like, didn't have time to save up for, like, retirement. Yeah. So, like... We were giving them retirement funds, like, you know, that's like awesome. Social security and things like, like, but the thing is like, 
when we when when we give them this money, it's like it's never going to repay all the hours they yep. worked, all the no. time they sacrificed, all the, the youth, all, yeah, the youth, the, the youth. vacations they could have taken by themselves, yeah. right? Like nothing is going to repay that. And I think what I've realized as I get older, it's like it's not about the money. It's more they re- like my mom, like. You know, you know that that saying where like, and as an Asian parent, they give you fruit because they love you. <laughs> like yeah. my mom, she got into baking, and she would like give me and my girlfriend like egg tarts. I'm like, oh shit, egg tarts. Oh, damn, that's like, tight. I want egg tarts. And she like she would give us like four eggs. I'm like, oh, thank God, it's, <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. And like, and and I think with my dad, it's like I know my dad wants to spend more time with me, but yeah. I'm just so busy like him. And so he's starting to realize like, hey, like. He's uh, just he's he's just as busy as I am. He knows yeah. how to work hard. Yeah. So my dad just you know when he comes back, he just gives me a thumbs up, and I'm like, yeah. And then it's just that silent like male agreement. It, you know? Yeah, I, I I I do I do know that. My yeah. know him. I I feel that because like I am I'm busy too, yeah. and I notice that too. And there's moments in the day where I'm like I could be spending more time with my family or yeah. like my dad's been like go bond and stuff. And I'll try, you know, like at least for my family, we've made purposeful steps to trying yeah. to hang out together we yeah, like yeah. force ourselves to go hang out or mm-hmm. hike or like you know spend time together because like you notice it as you get older and you're more aware of it like all the shit that they've sacrificed for yeah. us and it's like why you're saying like how do you pay them back it's not about the money it's not about that it's like for me at least for us it's like you spend more time together and kind of get to know your parents as adults yeah which is really hard and sometimes uncomfortable or like actually oh, trying yeah. to like get oh, to yeah. know them as people where yeah. you go you break beyond like what you there's this like barrier and it's yeah. this barrier of com- comfort and this barrier of like repetitive like actions that you have mm-hmm. you've had all your life like oh hey mom how are you doing oh what's to eat blah yeah. blah oh yeah. this this is that and you go beyond like oh how are you feeling like are you happy like yeah. what scares you are you afraid oh, of dying man. oh my you know, god like, you got those deep questions uh, yeah. yeah well it's I've, I've, I've tried to have these with yeah. my parents you know because it's like I know they're getting older I yeah. know they're getting to that point and it's like how do I make their transition into this new part of their life easier? Yeah. How can I help as like they've helped me? Mm. What can I do to help them? Yeah. You know, I think the hardest thing is that like when, when our parents still view us as their children. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like, I've had this conversation with my, my parents like a lot when like now I know my mom a little more and I know my dad a little more as well. Where the fact that I was like, my dad, like, he worked super hard, but he was always that, he was like kind of the life of the party, right? <laughs> and my mom was always a troublemaker. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that at all. Right. Like right. And I'm like, what? He's and like, so, that's where I got it from. Right. Like, oh, yeah. So like my mom, like she was telling me like, she, she like jumped, she like skipped school, jumped out the window and like ran what? off. And I was like, what the hell? What? And like oh my, my dad would just like throw parties and my dad would say like, oh yeah, like I dated a bunch of girls and oh. like I didn't, I didn't think I was going to, I was going to end up dating your mom, but I, I ended up did. And I was like, wow. okay, <laughs> so did, so did you marry the right person? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he was, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, hi mom. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that. Your parents were so honest about yeah, those things. You know, were they honest like early on? Yeah, they they were pretty honest early on. I um, you know, my dad told me one day, and my mom's kind of me, they're like, "Yeah, you were a mistake." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Oh, like, shit. like, "Oh, yeah, uh, we 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 had you in the Philippines, and uh, here you are." I'm like, "Oh, hi. oh, oh wow, oh, he's a Filipino." Okay. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, honor Filipino. You know. You know? You know? So, like, my mom had me when she was 38. So, like, I'm kind of grateful. 38. Yeah, I'm grateful the fact that I came out semi-normal. Yeah. 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 Especially back then. That's crazy, dude. So, how old is your dad? My dad's 69. (laughs) (laughs) So, circling back, you seem very passionate about, you know, your career, your patience and everything. Mm -hmm. What are you doing right now in your life to, you know, maintain that passion and, you know, keep going with what you're doing? Yeah. I think the right now is like I'm, I'm in a lot of mentorship programs and just really just trying to figure out like how to streamline my thought because like my, my mind goes like a million miles per hour. So I'm really trying to streamline like what I've learned, you know, and, you know, in school, but also outside while working and just trying to put that into perspective and really trying to create the best amount of care for my patients. Um, and then especially like an insurance based, you know, clinic, it's really hard because I'm seeing like today I saw like 24 patients and, you know, that's what, three an hour you know, an eight hour day. But, you know, what I try to do is really try to create like, even though in that system, I try to create like a million dollar amount of care and like a $5 copay, right? And you're trying to give them amount of, like a good amount of care. But at the end of the day, you know, system's still broken, but you know, that's how it is. 
is there anything that you do now that you know goes beyond what you're currently doing like obviously you're working your nine to five mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. but do you go beyond that like is there do you want to have more do you want to be more than like the doctor pts or is there any other aspirations you're headed towards i don't know because like you know when i when i work my 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 you know my regular job you know there are days when you know i like on monday wednesdays at lunch i go see a private client and she's like this old grandma that's in a, uh been in an apartment for you know all the pandemic you know, oh, wow. and I treated her and her husband, you know, and then unfortunately her husband passed away, but I'm still working on her and just trying to keep her active. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I do that on my lunchtime. And then like on the other days of the week and on sometimes on Sundays, um, I go see private clients and sometimes I'll drive out here and that's like, you know, 50 miles wow. and I'll go oh. see a patient here and just try to, no, I try to, I don't think of that as work. No, yeah. right? it's not work. It, for some reason, it feels like a hobby to me. Right. Yeah. And wow. at that point, it's kind of like, it's not work at all right yeah. let's play so what's the dream for you where, where do you see yourself five years from now like i, I imagine you want your own practice mm -hmm. and like running everything the way you want it mm -hmm. but you tell me i don't know um i've thought about it and like yeah it'd be nice to kind of have my own spin on things and like help a lot more people and not work under someone else mm -hmm. but i found myself to be really good to help people but not help myself for some reason it's really weird uh, so like, like that. yeah so like being an entrepreneur is cool, but being a business owner is way different, yeah. right? Where it's kind of like you sacrifice a lot more time and effort. And like, I don't know if I can spread myself that thin because uh, my, my bandwidth just isn't enough just yet. Yeah. Maybe in five years, my bandwidth yeah. is enough. You know, it's like training a muscle. Yeah. And maybe if I, if I stress myself enough and then I want to pull all my hair out uh. in five years, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I think right now is more just, just focusing on what I have in front of me. Because if I don't, I look, you know, five years and, you know, like two steps beyond what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Like I'm not giving what's in front of me the fullest attention. Do you? Seem, sorry. It seems uh, like your heart is very in helping yeah. rather than like expanding, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like you're very passionate about helping that next person. Yeah. And giving them like that. Uh, million dollar care for a five dollar copay yeah the title yeah. of the episode <laughs> <laughs> clickbait yeah. okay so it's just a question i had or not a question but just something i thought about in general like you know you said like you want to help out a lot of people but it's yeah. hard when you're helping out a lot of people because mm -hmm. you're in limited time it's mm -hmm. kind of like um like the problem we had in our schooling system right yeah it's like you have one teacher and like 60 kids it's yeah. kind of like they don't get the best of attention right mm -hmm. but i've noticed that like through the years, we have become more like digitized, right? Mm -hmm. Like with the way we provide our like basically like education and knowledge. Right. <clears throat> like if you were to give someone or this next generation like a little bit of knowledge about their body and mm -hmm. what they could do to, because one of the biggest things you could do, not just to cure, fix, is to prevent. Yeah. Like right, 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 injuries, right. right? Mm -hmm. Like what would you give them as far as like a piece of advice? I think the 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 best thing I can give them is. I know get up and move sounds very simple, yeah. but find something that you love to do, right? And expand on it, right? Mm. So if you love to play video games and you, let's say you like to play Valorant, maybe do parkour to do all the stuff in Valorant. <laughs> oh, I, I don't like know. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, I like or that. like if, if, if you liked, you know, to play, you know, some people like to play 2K, but they don't play basketball. Oh. Don't play basketball, right? Take it into an actual form, not in just the virtual world, yeah. but in your life as well. And then who knows, you could be better at it. So how, like, <clears throat> since you're talking about that, like, how deficient are we at moving, do you feel like, as, as just, you know, people in America? I think, I think people move without a purpose, mm. right? When you start moving with purpose, then you find purpose, mm. right? Because wow. if there's no, if you're, if you're failing to prepare, then you're preparing, preparing to fail, yeah. right? If you have that goal in mind, just work backwards from that. Let's say, like, you want to run, yeah. then shoot, what's stopping you from running? Right? Am I too busy? I don't know how to buy shoes. Am I running on hot coal? Right? You know, <laughs> yeah. Occam's razor, right? Just find the yeah, simple yeah. solution mm -hmm. and just work way back from there. Who would you say inspired you the most? Man, cheesy as hell, but my parents, my, my grandparents, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I mean, they sacrificed so much to put yeah. me here. You know, like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my parents. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the great Philippines. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Shouts to the Philippines for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, But I, honestly, like, it, 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 it doesn't feel like, I don't know, it feels like I'm just made for being a PT, you know, oh. being yeah. who I am, right? And just helping people. 
You know, whether I get paid, yeah, it's nice. You know, it is like we got to live. Yeah. Right. By the end of the day, it's like what helps me go to sleep at night is like I know I've helped people. I know like like people like even as simple as going up and down stairs. Like if mm-hmm. I can get a person to go up and down stairs without pain, dude, I can go to sleep at night like a baby. Dude, that is a big deal. Yeah. What is your craziest dating experience? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, shit. All right. So oh, Dennis shit. knows about this. Oh. All right. So that's why he uh, laughed. <laughs> that's why he laughed. Yeah. So, so, so I think my craziest. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. My, my craziest dating experience was my s- end of my junior year. Oh, no. So sorry. My sophomore, junior year, my freshman year in college, I was super fat. Right. And then. <laughs> I lost a bunch of weight going into my sophomore year. What do you mean by super fat? Like, I was like 280. Oh, Oh, wow. I'm still a little chubby right now, but I'm cute. No, you look thick. You look cute, bro. He thought she's nobody thick. Yeah. Yeah. And then then I lost a lot of weight, and then I had this newfound confidence, and I dated this one girl. And I think it was like my sophomore, junior. Okay. And then um, I know we hit it off, and then things got a little red flag-ish. Oh. Yeah. Did you see it at uh, that point? Or? No, I was I was blinded by love. Rose colored glasses, <laughs> yeah. huh? And then, cheers and then, cheers um, to rose colored glasses. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Cheers to cheers to, to being. Okay, you can tell the red flags. You mean being in love? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heartless. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, she's probably not gonna see this, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 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 so we broke up before. We're gonna go into summer of into my senior year. Okay. And she calls me one day and she's like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." I knew it. Oh my I god. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, "God oh, damn. damn!" That's like I knew I pulled out, and I knew, and you said you took your 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 uh, your, pre- your uh, plan plan B. Yeah. Oh, uh, you did not. And then so from and so, red flags to red so lines. So what happened was <laughs> that summer I was doing my volunteer hours to get into grad school. Right. Oh so I was god. like doing like full time hours, and then like. On Fridays, I would tell my mom, like, hey, look, I go down to San Diego to do, like, some vo- other volunteer work. But while I was doing like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. I didn't know you could, vol- I didn't know you could volunteer at abortion clinics. No, I, I can't. So, <laughs> so Imagine volunteering was, to be a parent. <laughs> so, so what happened was, so she was staying with her parents in Sacramento, and I was in L.A., so oh. I w- so at 12 a.m., I would leave my house, drive my ass to Sacramento. No fucking oh. way. Yeah. Drive my ass to Sacramento. Was that like a five-hour drive? That's like a five, yeah. five and a half oh hour drive. I would bust my ass there, right? And we would talk it out like, hey, look, do we want to keep this kid? Do we not? And and I don't think I was thinking right because I never asked her to take a pregnancy test. That was on my that was my fault. It's <sighs> <laughs> a little rude. Right. <laughs> I know. Who knows? It, what, what would be the best approach to oh. do that? Damn, I don't know. It depends. See? It depends. It depends how long you've been together, too. You know, I think it was like almost a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Right. Year I feel like half. you could ask. Yeah. I feel like you could ask. Be like, hey, Mario, just I'm pregnant. My, bitch, take a bit. <laughs> oh, really? You talk to her like that after a year and a half? What the fuck? Take a test so we both see. So we both see, like, you know. I see it. There's a fucking. Day. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you just ate too many tacos. <laughs> wow. That's fucked Sorry, up. No, no. So, so what happened was, and, and I'll tell you guys the whole story. It's, they're probably not going to make it into this cut. But, like, so, like, I think the third weekend I was up there, and, like, uh, and then there was a cop driving by, and I was trying to get out because she was yelling at me. And then as I was going to get out, uh, she bit my arm. Oh, and I don't know if there's a scar there still, but it's probably I saw, there. I it's saw it. I saw it. It's not my tricep. But yeah. yeah, so she bit my arm, ripped my clothes off, and then. What? Wait, what? Whoa, that escalated. Hold on. Super yeah. Hold on. What? So I could get my arm. Bit my clothes what do you mean she ripped your clothes off? Like, so she like took her nails and ripped my, ripped my Holy shirt shit. shreds. And then. Um, as you're driving? No, I, as we were parked, because a cop drove by, and I was going to get out, because like, I can't stand this anymore. Oh, yeah. damn. That's too much. Yeah. So fast forward to right when school is about to start, um, I told her, I was like, hey, look, like, let's, let's not, I can't do this anymore. Like, whether you have the kid or not, like, here, I'll, I'll, I'll pay child support, whatever. I just Whoa. can't be with you. Damn. Right? So I was like, Am I, for my mental health, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then so she was like, okay, like, uh, can I come and pick up? my stuff at my place and i was like yeah sure so i was like okay look you can stay outside and let me bring your stuff so i was yeah. and there's a screen door right and smart, it smart, man, smart man so yeah I, I locked it but then she stuck her foot right before Woo! i was gonna lock it and she like runs into the house down the hallway into my room where i was staying with with my other roommates and i was like oh what the shit fuck? Well, what the <laughs> fuck? right 
So now, like, she's barricaded herself in my room, and yeah, I'm like, hostage well, situation. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not kidnapping. You're, you're kidnapping yourself. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on here? So um, I finally get into the room, and she starts throwing stuff, yelling at me, things oh like that. Oh, my God. Right. And then uh, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna, I can't do anything. Like, I'm not going to, like, you yeah. tell her to stop, right? Cause, like, you could I, tell her to stop. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean stop yeah. hitting me. Yeah. Keep on going. Yeah. And then... Um, and then I think I think the biggest thing was like I was like look like I understand she's mad at me and like so she like broke my uh, my cologne bottle she broke like what my TV f- broke my PS5 my PS4 oh that's stuff. where I draw the yeah. fucking line yeah. right there yeah and so like and I told her like hey can you stop because like we were on a corner house and so like kids were walking by yeah and I was like hey look like it's not good for the kids blah blah she's like she wouldn't stop so yeah. she like scratched up inside my mouth there's blood all the walls everything. And then eventually my, my roommate heard. I'm like, what have you been doing all this time? <laughs> and then, like, they called the cops. Cops came, like, four hours later. Um, they arrested her. Wow. Yeah. They arrested her for domestic violence. Um, and, like, I forgot to tell you this, but, like, before, before like, the reason why she got so mad was because, like, like, before we started school, we, I took her to Planned Parenthood, right? And by the time she should have been, like, her almost sec- starting her second trimester. Yeah. So my friend who had... Um, had an abortion before was like if it's second trimester you either take a pill or you have like the surgical part of it yeah and so like she went in came out in like 15 minutes i'm like i don't know i don't know sketch man oh. 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 yeah oh. Oh, sketch, you took bro. off the glasses yeah i can see <laughs> and so yeah so, color. So, yeah so at that point i know this is really long but i, I at that oh, point right, like right. yeah so she got arrested and then um and then one of my friends was like hey look she should probably like get a restraining order because like you wow. guys go to the same school, you know. Like, what if you're walking your 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 uh, your car at night? And she comes at you. I'm like, oh shit, probably. Damn. You know? But I was like, the night prowler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, I might get pegged in the middle of the night. Oh um, shit. So I was, and then so I got the restraining order, and then oh, yeah, you it's, did it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's the story. So what happened to the baby? <laughs> oh, 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 what yeah. What happened to the so, baby? Oh, yeah. So there was never a baby to begin with. Oh. oh you are not the father. Plot yeah. <laughs> I would, I would have been like Maury just running around. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. When did you find out? Like, Oh, so like, yeah. So she, apparently she was lying to keep me to stay. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you find out? Uh, her, her, her friend told me. Oh, fuck. Her yeah. friend told you? And her friend bailed her out. Wow, yeah. her friend's a good friend to both of you guys. And holy I gotta shit. ask, uh, what ethnicity? She was uh, Hmong. Oh, Hmong. Yeah. Oh, hey, and, I got uh, a lot of Hmong homies, but yeah. y'all crazy as fuck. My, my Hmong and Laos homies are, are pretty chill. Oh, yeah. Hmong, and, Laos, completely. And like, oh. no, no hate, no hate on religion, but she was Christian, and like, oh. I was her first boyfriend. And oh, I, oh. I just felt you were supposed to be her last too. I know. My 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 friends all told me she got digmatized, but I'm not sure. Digmatized. <laughs> He's like, is that even real? Can this can this work? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know. Okay, that's 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 a whole nother conversation. Like, like, why is it so offensive that we ask, like, oh, are you really pregnant? I don't oh, know. are you really I hurt? Oh, are you really this or that? Like, I don't why? know because I was coming to coming to the mic, coming to the mic. Uh, we do have guests to come to the show. These uh these. These laughs and cheers are from real people. <laughs> Maybe women might feel like, oh, I can't believe he's asking me. He doesn't believe me. So, so how do the women who are faking it know to feel that way, to be offended by something that's not real? I feel like it's part of the... Ooh, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I feel like it's part of the act, yep. you know? Like, they want to make it believable, so... The better answer is agreeing. You know? yeah. Sorry, the yeah. better response. Let's say we're talking about another subject like, oh, I just cut myself today. <laughs> yeah that's cool. not a milestone yeah. of any sorts yeah. so yeah. now it's like oh did you really yeah. why is that an offensive question believing the person is sometimes more important than actually asking, asking questions because it comes out very disrespectful yeah. to ask yeah. mm. also the fact that I was 21 I didn't know any oh, better you're 21? So you're really oh, I didn't know any better I was 21 I didn't know any better oh, see you had the girl said that you're she was pregnant. He's had a girl saying that she had cancer. Like, it's fucking... Damn. Damn. That's, I, I think that's worse, man. I really? I don't know if it's worse. I feel like they're both equal. <laughs> no, like, no. 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 I'd no. rather have the chick have cancer. I'd rather no. she had cancer than have a baby, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
All right, guys. Now it's time for our lightning round, where we yep. ask our guests some rapid-fire questions. If they can't answer on time, they drink. You gotta take Wait. a shower Uh-oh. or sip. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. One, two, three. Did they call you doctor in bed? Oh. No. <laughs> no. Your favorite body part? Uh, the knee and the back. <laughs> Explain. The why the knee in the back? Yeah, why the knee in the back? Because <laughs> a lot of people have knee and back problems. Oh, okay. he is um, a real doctor. Would you ever date a patient? Mm. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Your most embarrassing moment at work? Uh, I ripped my pants. Mm. <laughs> Doing what? Squatting. Okay. Oh. I, r- I ripped Lulu's. Though? I ripped Lulu's. Lulu's? How yeah. much weight was it? Huh? How much weight? Damn. How much no, weight? I, I, I squat down to tie a patient's shoe. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sucked. Okay, he thick, thick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you give our, some PT advice would you give our audience? Uh, mm. Move well, sleep well, eat well. Ooh. Okay, so live, laugh, love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The exactly. PT way. <laughs> yeah, if you were a DJ, what would your name be? Uh, drink. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> drink, drink. Cheers, 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 cheers. I was literally talking about this with my girlfriend the other day. Really? Um, it was, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, um, House of Wu. House, House of Wu? Wu. Yeah. Okay. All right, if you were a porn star, what would your name be? Uh, <laughs> Doc. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Doc. Uh. Uh, Taiwan is number what? One. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if you weren't APT, what would you be? Uh, I'll drink. Damn, <laughs> he really wants to be a PC. Probably uh, uh, aerodynamics engineer for Ooh. for race cars. I, I still want to go back to that, but I, I think I love this way too much. And what's your real name? Uh, Wu Hongling. <laughs> Wu Hongling. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Hongling. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Smart, smart, right? oh, what's your favorite car? <laughs> My favorite car right now? Uh, yeah. Probably a, a Porsche 911 GT2 RS. Oh, 2 RS? Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. Still testing on Nurburgring. What is uh, your favorite car back then when you were a kid that you wanted to afford? Ooh, you were an adult? Mark IV Supra. Mark IV Supra. Supra. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Nice, uh, one, nice. one big turbo 2JZ. Nice. Oh, uh, I, know, I know what uh, I want. I know what turbo. I want. Built or not? Yeah. Huh? Built? Oh, yeah. Built? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Taiwan should be part of China? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. I t- yeah, no. No? no. Okay, way. okay. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey man, we make we make all the microchips in the world. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's well, true. most of the microchips in the world. If there was one X that you could take back, who would that be? None. No. <laughs> Sir, I'm trying to get him in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love my girlfriend. <laughs> Friends plural. He does not need another restraining order against no. anyone. <laughs> uh, how many kids would you want to have? Max two. Max too. First is but first has to be a daughter though. First has to be oh. a daughter. Okay. If I get a daughter and that's it, that's it. Wow, really? Yeah. My mom hated that answer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's like minimum two and yeah. a boy first. I don't know, man. I it's just some of my little cute little daughters, man. Uh very similar to your parents leaving. If you had to leave America, where would you live? Japan. Ooh. Wow, why Japan? I love the food, I love the culture. Oh you know? love the weeb. love the cars. Yeah. Anime. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite anime? Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. I think he answered for him. <laughs> Favorite anime? Uh, probably. Oh, man. This, oh, let me drink for a little bit. Oh, damn. Dragon Ball. Dragon oh, Ball Z, really? the whole series. Yeah, I think we can excuse Dragon Ball. Like, that's almost everyone's. Yeah. No, but I'm curious. I'm curious to why, though. Okay. I mean, I feel like it connects with him a lot. If, if you've never got bullied for trying to go Super Saiyan on the playground, oh. <laughs> then that ain't. Yeah, there you go. They ain't, they ain't your favorite anime. No, I used yeah. to do a little Kamehameha's. Yeah. Like. I do that on the basketball courts all the time. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting a Majin Buu tattoo soon. Really? Hopefully. Nice. Yeah. On your forehead? No. <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> because Majin Buu has a... No, uh, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting one, hopefully, by my friend soon. Uh, I'm gonna get, it's it's going to be Majin Buu eating fried chicken. Oh, yeah. wow. Why do you relate to that? Because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, aside from Dragon Ball. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Samurai Shampoo because okay. of uh, Nujabez. Right? Yeah, Nujabez yeah. is solid. Yep. Nujabez, for sure. Rest in peace. Track. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, if you guys watch... Like, Shout out to Shingo, too. Yeah, Outlaw Star. You guys watch Outlaw Star? I feel like I have seen that. I don't... You guys, I know you guys what it is, watch, but I've yeah. never seen it. Outlaw really? Star is good. Um, 
all the Gundam series. Oh yeah, I, I, I used Gundam. to build oh, them as a Gundam kid. Zero. Oh dude, yeah. I was just talking about that. It takes so much to. Yeah, my girlfriend doesn't let me because we don't have space. Orphan one is really good. What? Uh, yeah, Orphan's good. Um, gotta go with Naruto. Mm, of yeah. course, of course. Shouts to Rock Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that guy inspired me, bro. When he took all those Yo, weights and like, yeah. and everyone was like, "What does he do? Drop those weights?" And he goes like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that on my Windows Media Player on my fucking like desktop. Windows Media Player, yeah, you Windows fucking Media peasant. That, and remember after the episode, I'm like, I'm gonna do some push-ups. Like, just like, yeah. I'm so inspired. I was inspired until the tenth push-up. Now let me watch the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, this concludes our lightning round. I yeah. want to say thank you to our very amazing and passionate guest, Wayne. Thank you. Let Wayne. us know where yes. we can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's Doctor Wu. It's DCTR underscore Wu W. Thank you guys for making this far. Make sure you like, comment down below what you guys want us to talk about next. And make sure you subscribe and turn on the notification bell. And remember to live, live fast, eat ass. ass.